around. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Because they're nuts and they come from the dirt. So they're more like, it's more like a family reunion. Is that what that is? Mm. Mm. Okay, let's go ahead and jump into today's episode of Escaping Podcast. The best podcast in Colorado Springs when it comes to all things geek, nerdy, and everything in between. And by everything in between, he means the space between you and your teammates. It should be six feet these days, but sometimes it's a little closer. I am your host, Daniel Rojas, joined by... Kelso Show, a.k.a. Chilinardo, Cowabunga Dude. Chilinardo? Chilinardo, yes. I hate that. Eh. I don't like it either, but I had to come up with something. <laughs> uh, today we are missing Michelle again. She's with us with in no spirit. intro, aka the asexual. That's right. She is in our hearts, in our minds, and in your closet. Get her out of there. Hurry. In my DMs. Hurry. Just because we have to talk about the podcast and things like that. <laughs> uh, today we are starting a new series, and that is Squad Goals. Yep. So, Kelsey, uh, this is episode one. What are we getting into today? Um, today, we're just going to focus on, like, um, teams and comic books, whether it's uh, Marvel, DC, or just, you know, any random indie publishing, and if we know, could think of any. We, we've touched on this before in earlier episodes, but yeah. we didn't have enough to really go off of in one episode. That's why we're taking a whole four-part series to break down some of our favorite and least favorite teams. Yes. So in comics, uh, what's one that really, the, the first one when you think of a squad, and I think I know what's going to come to your mind first, but which one jumps to mind? Well, of course, it's going to be the X-Men, first and foremost. Yeah! And I've talked about them so much in the show <coughs> that I really didn't want to touch upon them too much. Yeah, don't touch them. Oh, well, some of them I can't touch, like <laughs> so, Kitty Pryde, for example. We don't touch kitties. Oh, I touch the kitties. I'm from Third Earth. I'm a Thunder Yeah, I wouldn't like, say that. Yeah, I, wouldn't I say touch it, kitties. No, it sounds like kiddies. Like no, kid no, it's T's. Kitties. Nope. No. Nope. 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 Kicks and cats, yeah. Okay, so cats. You touch cats. Yeah, kitty cats. Okay. Mouse. Yeah, maybe say the full thing. No, I did. Kitties. <laughs> nope. Don't no, say I don't that. touch kids, but I touch <laughs> kitties. Like, it works. It doesn't. Yeah. They murk. I they murk. It. They purr. So, we, <laughs> <laughs> we've talked about X-Men so much in our... Any of our episodes, pick one, and I'm sure we've we've talked about X Men at least one point. But uh, and fuck, that was even our first episode. Yeah, yeah. So okay, if you could if you could pick a obscure X Men team, which one do you pick? Well, I could pick several, but actually, I have <laughs> two right now that I want to talk about. And I guess I'll start off with my first. I guess you could say sub X Men group that I fell in love with, and that would be the six, not to confuse with the seven from the boys. But the six from the Mutant X um, comic book, which is actually designated Earth um, 1298. Okay, we're getting into the multiverse. Yes, because it came out in the late 90s. And if you're familiar with the show, like I mentioned, when I started first buying comic books yep. on my own, not just because, ooh, a comic book is like, no, I want right. to read them. I want to start collecting. Mutant X was one of those first titles that um, X-Men, I believe, like, 89 and Uncanny X-Men is like 360 oh, yeah. or some shit like that. And it's fantastic. Exactly. So this comic book starred um, Havoc from the main 616 universe because he just died in X-Factor. Mm-hmm. And he woke up in this parallel universe. But it becomes known to him that he's actually the nexus point for all Havocs in all reality. So technically speaking, when he dies, he has the ability to come back to life or to respawn in another Havoc's body if they're incapacitated at the time, like, um, Ross, this will be a reference, Ross will understand, like, in Travelers, when that person died yeah. and his body is 
was able to be rewritten, but Havoc could just do that with other Havocs in all the multiverse. So he came into this squad known as the Six, and it was like dark reimagining of certain X-Men characters if they stayed on the dark path that they were on in certain story arts. So, for example, we have Bloodstorm, which is, you know, we mostly know her as Storm. It's the best because when you, and you know, maybe this is just me being a, a fangirl, but when you take Storm and you make her a vampire, yes, I'm like, yes. It works for Storm, but not Jubilee. <laughs> it just does not you turn work him, for yeah, Jubilee. Just because you turn him to a vampire don't mean you turn him into something cool. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's redundant, especially with Jubilee powers being like fluorescent in a sense, light. Literally light and you made her a vampire. If she exactly. uses her powers at all. She could potentially fucking kill herself. That's what I'm saying, right? A magnesium flare. What flare-er? the fuck is that? Yeah, I just thought about that shit. <laughs> I'm a vampire. Oh, I'm dead. <laughs> That's like, yo, even like making Sunfire a vampire or some shit like that. Radio right? to fire from the sun. Like <laughs> Anytime he uses it, he's putting himself at risk. Exactly. It's cool for Storm. Hell yeah. But maybe also keep Jubilee out of your stories. Exactly. So the <laughs> reason why she's Bloodstorm, because one of the most famous X-Men stories, uh, Storm stories, too, from, like, I think it was Chris Claremont's run back in, like, the 80s. Yeah, yeah. Was that they fought Dracula. Right. And Storm got bit by Dracula and turned into a vampire. It was supposed to be, like, one of his brides because she was so powerful, this and the third. Which Dracula did she get bit by? I couldn't tell you. It was one of them. Because... <laughs> There's a, I can't tell you the difference. I hunt Blackulas. I hunt Blackulas. <laughs> you know, because Marvel's always throwing around the Dracula thing with Blade yeah, and all these characters. Exactly. But then they all have different histories. Or they the oh, faux Dracula. Like, they just took my name because I wasn't here and blah, blah, blah type Like, Dracula okay, thing. that's a really cool way to make sure that your bad Dracula story doesn't take off. Cool. Exactly. But I do think it's the OG Dracula, Dracula the Dracula that's popped up in... The latest X Men shit yeah, that the yeah, Avengers yeah, was fucking yeah. with, because several years back there was a smoking, not mirror, but a smoking action X Men like miniseries, like Curse of the Vampire. It was like the Curse of the Vampires, back when um um they was on Utopia, mm-hmm. and then for some reason um Xerxes Dracula's son was trying to get his body back, do some right. shit, right? And it wasn't really Dracula so much as his kid, exactly. And that so was like, it was eh. a miniseries with Storm and them, yeah, fighting vampires right, with right. Blade, and you couldn't find out that it was that Dracula because he brings up the fact like, yeah, and then that's when Bobby Drake gets anointed, and since he's Iceman, they literally made him into a walking pile of holy water. It was wild because, yes. <laughs> I mean. I don't. I don't even think the Catholic Church would acknowledge him now. It's on two fronts. On two it's, fronts. It's weird, but also in that arc, um, that's when we come to find out once again the original vampires come from the sea because Namor right, that gave right, Namor right, his, right. Uh, another series. Of course, he's Namor, so I had to fuck with him. So basically, in that Earth parallel, Earth Storm never got transformed back to being normal. She stayed a vampire. Then you have Hank McCoy, but in this universe, he's called the Brute, and he's more amphibian. Yep. Because, once again, him experimenting on himself to become a normal boy, a normal man, or at least looking human, mm-hmm, in a sense, mm-hmm. he devolved even more. And he also lost his intelligence in the process. So not only is he even worse looking, he's also dumb. And yeah. that's one thing that Hank always prided himself on was being an intelligent The smartest man. of the smartest. Yeah, the smartest mutant in the room. But also he had goat hooves because, once again, he's trying to fuck with some arcane shit. Why Fucking with magic to make himself normal. We talk about it all the time. Why does Hank always fuck with shit that he can't control? I know, and that shit time, was crazy. magic, women. I was literally it's- about to say women's. <laughs> women's? Scott Life, nigga, you want to... all about it, man. Yo, then you had the Fallen who was um, Angel... 
and back in this universe too, he became oh, a sire to Apocalypse, but he yeah. left Apocalypse and he wanted to be known as the Fallen because he fell from the grace of not only Apocalypse, but all of his own people. Right, and now, right, right. Because in the regular Marvel Universe, he has the metal rings or the, you know, the tra- traditional feather wings, but in this, they're like vampire, like reptilian, and he also has the ability to breathe fire, fire which is dope. So what about this team stands out to you? Well, what stands out most to me about the squad was the fact like they were... The dark versions of these heroes. Yeah. And like with Iceman, going back to when he had that power converter belt, uh-huh. or I should say monitoring belt that didn't allow his shit to go too extreme because he might be get to the point where he'll overfreeze himself Just because of Loki machinations. Yeah, right. But in this universe, he was never able to get control of his power, so he's always in ice form. So he's never touched a human person mm. since then. And he became more or less um, Beast's um, keeper because he was felt bad. For that too, because he felt like if he was more human, he could have reached out to Hank and try to keep him from right, turning right. into like the mindless child of the squad. So a bit of that camaraderie is exactly, in there. yeah, and yeah, and the team was full of misses and bad people, and then they got swayed by Madeline Pryor, the Goblin of Queen. Of course they did, because Madeline's always got her, yeah, she got her sticky little fingers in some shit. And the thing I love too about it was seeing the, also the dark version of the um, characters in this uh, alternate Marvel universe, yeah. but also um, Havoc trying to reach to the human, the humanity into them and the heroes in them. Because yes, they are dark versions; they are bad, but they're still yeah. good people somewhere in there. It's it's in there, and the belief that I can bring that out. Exactly, he was yeah. trying to low key yeah. pull that out of him, while at the same time still save the day. Because it's not their Alice. This is the Alice that's trying to be a hero that died being a hero, and also him and Madeline Pryor have a kid that he named Scotty after his brother Scott. Because in that universe. Scott got abducted with his dad and mom. Scott by the, got got. Yeah, he got abducted <laughs> up too. Like, he was a star jammer. He was abducted by the Shi'ar, unlike in the Marvel Universe where He's it was just his parents right. and all that shit. And this is seeing having have a son and have to realize, oh, shit, I got a kid. But then, like Sister always said, the child between a Grey and a Summers, whether it's Scott and Gene or Alex and a Gene clone will have tremendous psychic abilities. And Scotty, as soon as he talked to him, like, oh, I know you ain't my dad. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, what the uh, like, I got powers, me. bro. I ain't Franklin Richards, but I'm Franklin Richards. I'll still Richards. spank you like your dad. Exactly. Tell you what, get over here, boy. And it was just dope. It was just fun to see that shit. Like, Wolverine was part of a group called The Pack. It was him, Sabretooth, and Wild Child. That's, they were just butt-naked yeah, white dudes just, running through Canada, naked, eating meats. <laughs> I, I like, and I like that because it, it gives them, <laughs> as a group, Something they bond about. Exactly. All them got different peepees. Exactly. And also show that Alex can be a competent leader in his own rights. Right, right. So, and uh, so as, as far as misfits go, I got to talk about one Marvel team that I love uh, so fucking much. If you talk about what you about to talk about, that's uh, a perfect segue yeah, for you my know, next group. You know what I'm talking and about. And it's another, um, what's that, sub, subient? Sub, subservient? No, it's not subservient. No, that ain't it. Uh, not a subdivision. <laughs> Sub-zero. Ah. Sub Subway. Yeah, sandwich. Subway, yes. A su- another subdivision. No, nope, not subdivision. Nope. Uh, shit. Subjugated. Subjugated? No. Nope. They're all mutants. They are, I mean, of course, these ones aren't, though. They're mutants, but they're all not subjugated. Uh, sub. Uh, subset, I guess. Another <laughs> subset team of. It's another X-team. team of. It's another X team. Yes. And I'm talking about the Exiles. Yes. When the Time Brokers say different multiverses are breaking or broken. We need you to go in. They bring in Blink, 
from Age of Apocalypse. They bring in Mimic, and that's Kelvin Rankin. Magnus Lenshear, son of Magneto and Rogue. Yep. Thunderbolt, or uh, sorry, yeah, Thunderbird, but he's all fucked up and he's big. All fucked up. And he's like, I can't control myself. Yes. Uh, Nocturne, which is Nightcrawler and Scarlet Witch's kid. Yep. And Morph, who... Oh, Morph died too early in the X series. According, uh, in my opinion, Morph died far too early in the X series. What I love about this group is that sometimes they're like they're always at each other's throat because they're from different universes. But when one of them dies, they get replaced by another person. The Time Broker pulls exactly. out the multiverse, and you don't know what you're gonna get. Exactly, just like in a blink of the eye. Ah, no pun, no pun intended. <laughs> like. You could be doing thing, one thing in your own reality, and next thing you know, you get yanked out. You just part of the squad because somebody on that squad Literally. just died. Ain't sitting there like, I guess no say so. Well, and and there there have been so many different iterations of this team. At one point, there was a rival Exiles team that was you know kind of uh, trying to break the universe. Mm. And you're like, wait a second, why is this happening? Why do they have a Talus? And the Talus is the device that sends them through the multiverse. But we also got storylines that came to fruition later on in a different way where. Uh, Iron Man became Doctor Doom, and of course we saw with Brian Michael Bendis, I believe it was, he had his uh, infamous Iron Man series. Yes. Uh, you you see worlds where Reed Richards goes crazy, and he's all bent on saving the world at, at, at any any cost. Yeah, you could make that parallel to The Maker, or even The Council of Reeds. Even The Council of Reeds. Yo, that's just crazy. And if that's in the same multiverse, you gotta wonder, where does that read fall? Exactly, because... Little fun fact about Nocturne, Noc- uh, mm-hmm. Nightcrawler's daughter. She actually debuted in that book I ordered, <laughs> uh, <laughs> X Men Millennial <laughs> Visions, for like twenty dollars. But when it came out back in like ninety seven, it's probably only like two dollars. But it's just yeah. memories. It's just a fun attachment to that book. But she actually debuted in this universe called uh, Professor W, where Wolverine lost his mind, ended up killing Professor yeah. X, yeah. and in doing so. Uh, Professor X shut down his whole body. So basically he's in Xavier's um, um, hovercraft chair with his new squad of X-Men, one being an older Kitty Pride, one being Nocturne, yep, yep. and one being Armageddon, the son oh, of Apocalypse yeah. and Jean, I believe it was. Because everyone's having kids with Jean. Exactly. Yo, why not? <laughs> because she needs and a she's... break. All right, I was about to say something. I'm glad that one didn't come out. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was supposed to rhyme. They rhymed in my mind, but then I was about to say it out loud. Like, nah. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Give Jean's coochie a break. Every yo, team. Yo, she has so much in her coochie that had to create a whole nother clone <laughs> to give it a break. Like, yo, y'all been in it too much. But the thing I like about that team is the agency they have, and if they do enough, they'll be sent back to their fixed multiverse. Kind of like in Quantum Leap. Exactly like Quantum Leap. Maybe this will be the leap home. It so, never was. We, we, we've obviously touched on some Marvel teams, and we can talk about a few more. Uh, but before we do, let's go across the pond to DC. Word. Now, you've got your Justice Leagues. You've got your Legion of, what is it, supervillains or whatever the fuck. Oh, Legion of Superheroes. That's for it. For the 31st you, century? No, I'm, I'm, what is it, the the, lead, the, the evil Legion. What's oh, the that? Legion of Doom. Legion of Doom. Or this... That's I want to say the Censor Society. It's no, like no. a couple of... There's, there's, another. There's, there's a lot of iterations. No, I think... Uh, no, the Injustice Society. I'm thinking about from Stargirl. Okay. Was there too. So, obviously, we have the big ones that everyone knows about. And we'll touch on those in a little bit. Fine. Sure. Whatever. What's an obscure one that jumps out to you? 
Well, I guess for me now, the most obscure one besides the challenges of the unknown. And uh, I don't even know who they are outside the Teen Titans go to the Teen movies. Teen Titans though. go to the but movies. But it would have to be, if you, once again, if you listen to this podcast before, I talked to him before, <coughs> so I'm yeah. going to talk about him again. Not mainly because of the comic book, but because of the TV series, and that's the Doom Patrol. <laughs> okay. Doom Patrol originally created by Grant Morrison. And Grant Morrison, if you don't know, and we've kind of talked about this, he is the opposite side of the coin for Alan Moore. Mm. Alan Moore is a very uh, chaos magic. It all must be destroyed for something new to come out of it. And uh, Grant Morrison is, no, it's all alive. And in that life, there is every possibility. Yeah. And what he did with Doom Patrol, man. I couldn't tell you. Literally, I can't tell you. <laughs> so, so you you watched the show? I watched the show. And how does that? How is that? Like, how if, does, if the show is anything like now, it makes all the sense in the world now that you bring up Grant Morrison because it's man. very Morrison. It's so Grant Morrison. Me and now we've got uh, Gerard Way. Yes. writing the books, and he's also leaning into the weird. Hell yeah! And, and now that I finished that Blood of Zeus, I could totally finally just start watching season two of Doom Patrol because it goes so left. It gets so metaphysical uh, that could be distracting from the superhero yes. stories that they're telling the very personable sad ass fucked up there stories that they go through trauma is real trauma in this show but then you get the hee hees and the ha ha's that talking cockroaches fuck, talking cockroaches booties <laughs> real life butts butts I'm like why is that butts and a whole street a sentient street bleaker <laughs> street which has some of the best Moments of the series, but yeah, it goes from that to that to Alan Tunick being the narrator, also not oh God, God but a godly right, like entity. Right, right. But they explain, but they don't. And he just said it like that's why I get why people get turned off from it. But I'm like, if you could get through all the wacky, literally, there's a there's two story. shows in yes, one. Yes, two, yes. It, it could be super high sci-fi out this world, trippy. Oh, of course, very uh, midnight gospel-y. Yeah, but it, also it, it could be like a, a true weird. gritty. Superhero misfit. Like, <laughs> and the the fact that they kept Cyborg on this team. We're talking about teams, and Cyborg usually goes with either Justice League or Teen Titans. Yes, this was such a good choice to have him on. And the it Doom works, Patrol. and it makes sense that all like his dad Silas and the uh, Chief will be connected because they're fucking super geniuses. It's like a community of smart people. Uh, yes. So of course he would be connected. I assume Mister Terrific would be in there somehow. Bruce would be somewhere being Bruce. But then you have uh, what's his name? Uh, I'm space on the name. Uh, Maxwell Lord, yep. he'll be in the mix. Lex will have to be in the mix somehow. Oh, Lex has the, to come in. The dude that created the Metal Man, he has to be a part of that shit too. Like various, just super intelligent individuals. Even Vandal, um, Vandal uh, Savage had to be a like part of It's like the Illuminati from Marvel. For yeah, 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 Exactly. It is an after-school chess society. Exactly. And that's one of the things too I liked about the shows like, you think they think they're all different, or even with the comic book, you think they're all different, but they all are there for a purpose. Because I don't know if in the comic book it was because that the chief was trying to find immortality, and each person had their various means of being basically immortal in a capacity in some way because your brain's gonna keep going on, exactly. even if your body's dead. And with these eggheads, of course they're gonna have a way to be like, no, nah, I don't die. Bro, like, what? It's like it's like you know. Black when you're Mirror playing... is so old school thinking. <laughs> like we've been off it. It's like I shot you. No, I have a force field. What? Oh, you're that kid, but you grew up and you're a genius. Exactly. Why would I tell you what I have? God damn it! You don't tell nobody what you got. You never t- show your cards. <laughs> 
But yeah, <laughs> but so in the comic book, because uh, I know in the earlier uh, versions, the chief was responsible for all their shortcomings and mishaps. Yeah. Nefariously, like he purposely planned those instead of him them thinking like, oh, he's just here to help. Like, no, he actually caused all this shit for his own reasons. Well, was his reasons in the comic book the same as in the show? Like, he just wanted to find a way to live forever. It kind of, but also in the in, in the comic book, you have to realize this was um, this came out right before X Men. Yeah, it's like with the weird like closeness of it, just like with the Black uh-huh, Panther Party uh-huh. technically technically debuting. For the two months after Black Panther comic book, yeah, it's sometimes it, people are just could be thinking the same. It's the collective unconscious, uh, but uh, with Professor X, you see his sometimes nefarious machinations. Like I'm dead, I'm not dead. I'm in love with Jean. I'm still in love with Jean. And I'm just uh, saying she's young, but she look grown. Like <laughs> there's a sadness. Have you seen in her them stalkers? She's like, Louise. Her ankles. <laughs> those ankles. Professor X. Cause he's jealous because he couldn't walk. That's why he like. Oh ankles. no! And she had a full head of hair too. Like he never, he didn't have. So he didn't want to be with her. He wanted to be her. Yeah. And she was what? Olive, uh, omega level psychic and telekinetic too. That's and banging. What, yes. And and bopping. Who wouldn't want to be attractive? <laughs> yeah. Maybe he wanted all the boys to want him too. I mean, that makes sense. He's not a good looking man. I'm saying. You put James McAvoy in there, sure, but you look at old Professor X and those fucking eyebrows? Yeah. No wonder. <laughs> ah! <laughs> no! Get out of my mind! <laughs> these, these thoughts! The power! <laughs> that animated series is one of the best, worst things I've ever seen. I was literally about to say the same thing. It's just like, how people talk about Michael Jordan career, but we just X the wizard shit. Right. Or him playing with the Bobcats. We love X-Men anime series, but we do not oh. talk about the last two seasons. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. We do not talk about that. The only thing good about the last two seasons was we had the Sinister Origin episode uh-huh. and the Captain America and Wolverine crossover. Which is that. fine and great. Yeah. And, but, but, but everything else. I believe the Nightcrawler episode was in that second to last. No, 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 no. The Nightcrawler was... That was season one. No, no season yeah. five. No, no, no. I'm telling you. No, Nightcrawler's been in two seasons. Yeah. He was in season one, and he came back once he found that mystique with his mama. I bet you it's in a later season. You could check it. It's fine. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? You could check it. There ain't nothing wrong with that. Evolution? No, no, no. I'm talking about X-Men the animated series. Animated series. Because the only reason I know that because the animation was still good. I No, no, because that was when uh, Rogue and Gambit are <laughs> fucking skiing. Yeah, yeah, that's like Wolverine. season one. That's not season one. Yeah. Season one was hella long. I, you know, it's even season. It wasn't the bad season though. It wasn't. Oh, okay, that's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, this yeah. this was definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. before. Oh, yeah, 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 all definitely. The, yeah. All the fucking yeah, yeah. stupid shit. It was too. It's like when they first met him in Germany, nah, and man. then when they came back, like my my maza. I bet you right here it's season four. Yeah. Okay. Season four, episode one. So season five was the poopy one. Yeah. Cause, All right. Yeah, so it wasn't more than yeah, one poopy yeah. season. Jubilee's fairy tale theater. See, yeah, just those old but, soldiers. So go back to season four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because right now we're actually looking at the season. Yeah, yeah. We're <laughs> just because we're not visual yet. Yeah, you know, we so, we're able to look this up, but season. Oh yeah, four, that's when more came back. Yes, we find out season's behind. Re, Ooh, uh, Sinister was behind all that. Made alive again, and then we get Archangel, and oh man, there was Sanctuary. <laughs> Yo, why was Charles bought a whole battle suit? I'm, I'm saying because Charles Charles needs something to walk. Look at him. Look at Yo. that fucker. You got you you got your X Force Wolverine costumes. Oh, that was the proto. Uh huh. 
You mm. got Jubilee, have yourself a Morlock little Christmas. Why they gave the brew like middle arms? I never Dude, got that. Dude, it doesn't make sense. That shit was weird. There was so much about this. Oh, God. Uh, fucking Damn Pietro. And, See, uh, once again, they weren't Avengers. They were what? Magneto's they children. They were Magneto's kids. And oh, it's bloodlines. Bloodlines. Yeah. Take it straight from the comic book, too? That's right. So You had bootleg boot, boot uh, intergalactic Thor trying to get a storm. <laughs> Get that wop, get that monsoon season started. He goes, he goes I, why don't you make it rain on my dick? I'm like, oh, by the goddess. Back, the to, <laughs> back, to, back to groups, squad goals that we're talking yes, about. But, uh, all right, so we I already talked about my DC, uh, I guess you could say red-headed step mm-hmm. team. What about yours? Oh, Red Hood and the Outlaws. I knew you was going to I wanted to say that, but <laughs> I wasn't as versed. Because I actually don't read the comics. I oh know other comics. Oh, my God. And just the fact that Super um, Bizarro has his whole bro shit going on, his mustache Man. and shit. And he's low-key intelligent. But then he yeah. has to sacrifice like, some of his power to be well, smart or something it, like that. He basically becomes re- reliant on a drug. Yeah. And he's a drug addict, but it's not... I, I mean, okay, I'm not here to say drugs make you feel good or bad in any way. But I will say for Bizarro, it made him fucking competent. Word, so does he still have all his abilities? Yeah. Word, so it's not like when Charles, the mutant suppressing one, he just became normal right, like a walking Right, right. No, Word. this was him, and he's like dipping himself in this concoction. He's injecting it to him into himself, and anytime he starts to feel that old Bizarro come out. Yo, so this is interesting because mm-hmm. also on these outsiders, another thing I'm thinking about now because they're called outsiders because they're like, like I said, the red-headed stepchildren. They're like the black sheet of the certain... Families like the Bat family has Red Hood, yeah. Superman. I guess the family you have Bizarro. Then with Green Arrow, you have Speedy or Arsenal. Arsenal, and Arsenal is a formal junkie, and he was and also Arsenal- on a team with Red Hood. Uh, it was him, uh, Starfire, and Red Hood, and that was the original Red Hood and the Outlaws. Were and um, see, goes from no, the Outsiders is up. My fault. The Outsiders, Batman Squad. Yes, Red Batman Hood, yeah, Squad. Outlaws. I guess. The Outlaws, yeah, yeah. Outsiders, and and the Outsiders. That's another group that. Did you hear about that uh, backlash that came when the first, uh, the most recent series started again? I heard some of it, but it's uh-huh. like, uh, but also, is it is it Artemis or is it one of the former Wonder Women? It Wonder is Girl. Artemis. It's Artemis that's in red. In oh that, my right? god! And it's her and Bizarro and she and uh, Jason team up because Black Mask has uh, a shipment of something and it's dangerous. Then they find out it's a Bizarro. Oh, so they clone a Bizarro. It's yep. So they basically like. You could say the Dark Trinity. Yes, they are the Dark Trinity. Or the Trinity. Rogue Trinity. Yes, and I, I think it's great because they're not willing. They're, they're willing to get their hands dirty. Yeah, Artemis is not Wonder Woman. She's not. Jason Todd is definitely not Batman. He ain't Bruce. And Bizarro. And it's so fucking sad because in the in the beginning, Bizarro it has a little Superman doll, and he's like, "Me, I'm going to be him someday." And you realize now. Nah, and this is supposed to be because this all takes place in the new fifty two. That's right. But it's that's not right. like because it's day two because they're younger. Is Bizarro's always been equivalent to Superman? So uh-huh. it's funny how they depict them and looking more. Eighties twenties, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Said, got the beard, and the hair, and the face. Oh, oh, and that was when he made himself smart. Before he looked like yeah. Bizarro, Bizarro. I'm like, nah, make me look like a fuck boy. Yeah, give me that fade, buddy. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, look at you. Same thing they try to do with Colossus, too. Like, yo, but all right, I guess the time. He said, I may be whack, but this dick isn't. For real. It ain't. That's what uh, they say. <laughs> I love that team. 
Because even Bruce is like, you got to watch what you're doing, Jason. And Jason's like, fuck off, dude. I got my team. I'm going to go. We're going to go take care of shit that you're outside not. Outside the law. Yeah. See, Bruce? <laughs> so we're outlaws. I see you're outsiders, but I came over the first. So I'm okay. trying to kill, steal the kid's shit. You said outsiders TikTok, again. So now man. we got to talk about it. Because uh, <laughs> the original creator of, um, who was the hero? Black Lightning, right? Yes. He, he was like, why do, you, why, why do you have to make Black Lightning uh, Bruce's token friend? And that's the thing, too. Like, I don't like that because Bruce has fucking aliens that are friends. Right. Martian Manhunter isn't his token greenie. Like, I don't like that. Like, he's been a part of Bruce's squad before. And right. it's just remember. So it's not his token one. They literally said, Bruce, like, I need somebody more in touch with this that can operate on a level I cannot. Let me get one of the most competent people I know. And it's Black Lightning. That shows you that Black Lightning right. is a G. And he's also one of the most powerful metahumans, too. Yeah. So it was like, no, that's not disrespect. That's all respect. Plus, looking at it from a publishing side, if they want to have black heroes, let's make them not only a black hero, the black leader of a team that Batman respects. Yeah. He gets no bigger cosign than Bruce. Like, no, I fucks with this dude. Everyone everyone has some tie to Bruce. Exactly. Everyone has Bruce thinks, respects Jefferson Pierce. That's the thing. When they think Batman, they think, okay, I have him in my corner and I, I need that. Now, what I will say is the way that it looked. Oh, shit. That's why the late season of Young Justice was the Outsiders. Yep. And also, at the end of that, guess what Bruce do? Yo, Black Lightning, run the squad. Yes. I trust you to be real. Like, yeah, you're not, you're not the West Coast Avengers. You're not even the Great Lake Avengers. You are your own thing. Exactly. But back to what you're saying. What I'm saying is, the way that it looked and the way that people took it, uh, certain people took it, was that uh, they... They went with, okay, well, it's fine because he has a black friend. And his black friend says what he does is fine. But like you said, looking at the history, there's a history there. Between them. Of them and that uh, camaraderie and their rapport and the way that they talk to and each other. And also how they butt heads. Exactly. Like, Bruce, like, he like Bruce, you could be doing way, like, I just saw this whole thread on this uh, motherfucking meme. <laughs> basically how Bruce, Batman, if you really wanted to help Gotham, you could take that money, invest this stuff, buying all these gadgets, uh-huh. all these vehicles, uh-huh. all these tanks. If you really want to help Gotham, you could do that from the bottom Literally, up. Literally, we, if we were to take a small percentage of Bruce Wayne's pay and distribute it, homelessness You keep building fucking thing. satellite space base. What are you bases doing? In, in fucking atmosphere and shit for your superpower. Lucius, just say no. Exactly, but Lucius gotta get a check. Lucius gotta get a check. He gotta get a I check. I understand that. If I could create that stuff and someone just gave me a list, I'd be like, yeah. R&D. About it. Yeah, but it's one of the things like, does Bruce <laughs> really care? Does he really care? Because T'Challa does. T'Challa does. Nobody comes up in Wakanda. Never. But Bruce like, ah, Gotham. He's like, you know what? People will break into my house, break into my bat lair. Like, what, for the next uh, 20 years, past 20 years, and it'll be fine. Maybe Bruce needs Gotham to be broken because he's always broken. Of course himself. he does. He doesn't know how yeah. to have anything. Gotham can't be He's fixed. the same as the Joker. He wouldn't know what he would do if there were no villains in Gotham. I'm saying, man. If he won the war, he wouldn't be happy. Or maybe that's the start of... A bat society where Batman would just this thing. Bat society. That way Batman would like, all right, I saw Gotham. I show people I could fix Gotham. Let me fix the world. And, and he just goes around batting things up. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, you know what? Because if Gotham is fixed, he becomes the new Nazi. He becomes the new Nazi and he goes from town to town. And then Clark tries to stop him in Metropolis. Oh, you know that fails. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, Kryptonite! Yeah, <laughs> I'm taking out all your Kryptonians. I already took out Kara. She was easy. Yeah. 
<laughs> I got a Becca Bat Bizarro. How fast do you think I'm going to take you down, Clark? Yeah. How fast? Yeah. So while we're still on DC, <laughs> let's talk about the Justice League Dark. Word. The ones who get it done in a different in the shadows. Kind of way. What they do in the shadows. What they do in the shadows. A lot of John Constantine. Shit. Constantine. Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing. Um, Zantana. 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 Mm. They keep trying to update her costume. It's like, Got a black give me, magic woman. That give one? me fish hooks. Yeah, I mean, give me just the fishnet stockings. Give me a top hat. I just put it together. Satana, or, uh, Santana does the black magic woman song, right? Yeah. Zatanna is a black magic woman. Yeah, she is. Yo, because now they gave her like a little cow, little... Fucking hoodie. Uh-huh. I'm like, just give us the top mm-hmm. hat. Right, yeah. Just give it. It's, stop fighting it. It's hokey, it's cute. but I like it's it. It's fucking adorable. Right? <laughs> you can't pull a rabbit out of hoodie. It's like you can pull a clan see... member out of hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like whenever I see Ben Grimm wearing like a hoodie or something, I'm like, just wear the pants. Yeah. All, all you need is pants, and also I don't think you have a rock penis. Yeah. Because it would be... I, I, I think it's gone. Yeah, it'd be like literally Does penile. Does have a penis? I'm saying it can't be flaccid because... That'll be weird if everything it's on always him hard. hard. And then that shit is just like, unless it's like some turtle shit. Like oh, it no. And then it came out when it had to be used. All right, uh, listeners, go right. ahead and comment below and let us know what you think. Does Ben Grimm have a perpetually hard rock penis? Or is it like a whetstone? Or is he just one big rock penis? <laughs> I'm just saying. Underneath all those... It's all, all the gravels, the copper just, stone. He's just penis. He's just penis. <laughs> he is the thing. That's the thing that he is. <laughs> that thing, that thing. Cover your eyes, children. He's a walking penis. <laughs> Can you keep, never mind. <laughs> no, 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 no. Finish the thought. No, no, no. It, it, was, no, it wasn't going to make yeah, any sense. Yeah, it's fine. Get into it. No, because it, no, it's not gonna make any sense. I know most of y'all say don't make any sense. It's really like, nah, I can't even make, I can't even spin this one. Justice Anywho. League Dark. We've got yes. Zatanna. We've got John Constantine. We have Swamp Thing. We have Ragman. Yeah, Itrigan the oh. Demon. My and favorite. He's always member. rhyming. Exactly. There was a universe. I forget which one it was where he was a rapper. That makes sense. Yeah, and it was him in like human form because he was hiding out, and so the best way oh. for him to do that. Was to be a rapper. He would be doing some spoken word shit. Exactly. So he's always. Was he still the white dude? Uh, Baron Von Blood or whatever? He might have been. Word. They might have made him black. I don't yeah, know. That was shit was sad as fuck in that movie too when he finally oh, rhymed. Because he just wanted a challenge. He was just like, oh, I guess I could kill somebody. Whatever. Oh, a battle. Ah, no. Uh, I'm like, yeah. Then he does. I'm like, oh. oh. <laughs> we get one rhyme and that's it. Well, and I, the thing I love about Justice League Dark is, again, different than the Justice League. They're like, we'll do what you don't want us to do. Really? We're Task Force X. Exactly. We're goddamn X-Force. But we're like, hey, guys, we need help. But you're like, nah, we're asleep. Right. Y'all are on Apocalypse doing some fuck shit <laughs> with Dark Side. What about the hell on Earth? <laughs> what about literally? what's literally happening right here? And they're like, oh, but that's in a neighborhood we don't go to. Oh, y'all don't want to talk to Lucifer, but <laughs> y'all want to understand what happened in hell. That's right. You want me to talk to Lucifer, and you want me to give you the, the notes. Yeah, like, oh, just, just report back to us. It's like... You know, why is it that there's so many groups like that? Why is there so many squads that are the ones like like X Force where Cyclops knows, oh, I can't I can't be seen doing that. Or but Wolverine, that yeah. you're a killer, right? Yeah, like that's kinda your thing. You you're the best, you're the best, right? The best there is at what you do? You know what, Slim? Yeah, what? I can't argue with that bub. I know you can't. Because you need to sleep at night. Here's your paycheck. Let me do what I do best. How do you feel about grays and blacks? I love grays. I Perfect. Love blacks. Can we have red eyes? 
You know what? So people don't know I'm high. Have fun with I'm it. I'm drunk. Yeah, I'm of always course. Drunk, hey, man, this is your group that I created, but also it's your group because you're killers. All right. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back to bed with Gene. This was a great powwow. Snake, snake. But no, speaking of that, that, that version of S Force, this is like, and the fact that Scott got all the shit was a can of fruition. Oh my god! And everybody's like, Storm and Beast. No, no, I love the whole. We expected this from Logan, right? I'm like, and Logan's out here like, I, I thought I was one of you. Like, I thought you all could look past the fact that like I'm a this killer. is what you do. We kind of we always but you Scott, you should have. And in fact, you kept it from like, yo, Scott had to get shit done. Just like, <laughs> just like presidents, all presidents, yo, have blood on their hands. Oh my and god! And the dirty yes, work, yes, the clandestine yes. shit, has to get done, yeah. no matter what, to protect the nation. Somebody has to do the wet work. Somebody has to do this shit we don't want to think about because we're not in that field. Right. Scott had to make that executive decision, that executive order, be like, yo, we need to take out our enemy. I don't know. It feels they, a little sloppy. It, it, it feels it, a little messy. It was messy because they got caught up. Like, they was low-key, but they couldn't. <laughs> yo, when you have to go to the future to make sure a bishop doesn't kill the hope of all mutants, and then you got to find out Apocalypse there, too, and Angel already loony. On a whim, then you have to come back. I mean, it's like, yes, okay, okay, okay. Here's, and then Necrocia happened and all the dead people came back. But here's why it feels sloppy to me. Okay. Scott doesn't want the responsibility. He don't want the, he don't want... The blame. The blame, yes. Yeah. He don't give a fuck if it gets done or not. He just doesn't that's, want to hear that shit. That's what pisses me off, is that he wants to, he wants to say, yeah. go do your thing. And, uh, yeah, I put this together because... I'm great, but also don't tell anyone that I made you guys do this. Oh, then it's like, we think I wouldn't notice the smell <laughs> of Wolverine coming back, smelling like 12 men, blood this, and blood And like, shut the fuck up, Hank. <laughs> you shut the fuck shut up. Shut up and type. Listen, Give me a thesis paper, listen, bitch. Why don't you go back to Avengers Tower or to the, humans, to the Inhumans area and suck Black Bolt's dick. Yeah, make him scream. I hope he does scream. Hey, hey, Hank. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're, you're right. You're right, Hank. I am dabbling in some stuff. But uh, was this your uh, Necronomicon that I found? <laughs> See, this is beyond your understanding because I'm doing some future science that needs me to be very versed in archaic Oh, it tongues. does. Oh, it does. Oh, yes. it does. Oh, it does. You wouldn't know. Your brain's too feeble. Why don't you go back to your room? No, I will not. <laughs> See, that's why I hang around with Hank Pym and Reed Richards oh, so you and can Tony slap Stark. Your wife. No, so I could watch him do it. That's right, because I'm a no cuckold. And, and, and Cyclops <laughs> goes, "That's right, because no one would ever fucking marry you, <laughs> you goddamn big blue monkey." I married two jeans, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Scott was trying to. Scott was like, "Yo, we can't let these motherfuckers know uh, because uh, we need to be bright and cheery and happy, millions. Right. Yeah, we need these motherfuckers dead on the streets." Before they kill another kid or come and block the school again, we need to take these motherfuckers the fuck out. <laughs> and then, and then here, here's part of the hypocrisy, right? Emma Sprouse is sleeping with Namor, nigga. I gotta deal with my best one like fish shits and acting like I don't know why. You don't deal with that, Hank. Get peanut butter in your fur and shit. And then we flash forward <laughs> to the future to Jonathan Hickman stuff. Woo! And who's running X Force? Hank. What the fuck kind of Cyclops envy is he always going through? Like, you can be respected, but damn, bro, get it right. Right. Get it right. Hank, figure your shit out. Also, I think you have lice. Yo. Or fleas or something. Or it might just be mutants. Oh. Like some symbiotic shit. Like, I don't know. So. <laughs> Yo, what happened to, 
I miss the Bamps. That's one thing. Oh, the I Bamps love. were the best. Bamps were the best. They need to bring you back know, Pickles. I miss Pickles. I'm like, Pickles, oh my God. Pickles was the best Pickles one. was their transport. He's always just munching on something. And that's another team, yeah. X-Men Blue. It was fun. Yeah, it was like little goddamn gremlins of the X-Manor. My favorite character, can you guess, of X-Men Blue? Jimmy Hudson. No. Who? Evan. Oh, Kid Apocalypse. Kid Apocalypse. Yo, and I think, wait, wait, wait. Because I think they mentioned that Evan was on Krakoa. Is he? That's why I heard them bitch. I think they said that shit somewhere. I had to Google I'm that. I'm so angry that he hasn't shown up yet. Because then I'll be like, hold on. You can't do that, then give Havoc this whole speech about uh-huh. no clothes. And then talk about how Evan's there well, somewhere. here's the question. Because Evan's lived a whole life. Evan is not just a clone. He's a clone who was raised from birth by Deadpool and Phantom X. Exactly. I was cool with him being like adjacent. Like even with the Juggernaut, I could see if they could be on a separate Kakoa Island because we know they got different islands right, there. Like right. you can't be on the main one, but you could be out of our summer home though. And and here's the thing, because you it's gonna get that gets so muddled. And I, yeah. as always, we jump back into Hickman's X Men and what we want to talk about that. But that's so that gets so muddled because no clones, no uh, modifying your body after you die. But then they're gonna let it slide. But they're still not going to bring back Destiny for Mystique. No, and we already know there's certain mutants they haven't brought back. Uh-huh. I think, um, what's his name? Michael Malloy. Thunderbird. <laughs> Thunderbird, too. Michael Malloy, the dude that was too powerful that they made everybody forget all that whole shit. Couldn't think- they have helped him? Couldn't Krakoa be a better place for him? I don't know, because you risked him coming there and he'd just be like, you know what? Boop, bap, boom, everybody's dead. But if you're cloning him, and see, here's where I'm getting muddled with it. Couldn't you make some tweaks? Exactly. That's the whole thing about playing God to a sense and like, right. who gets to say what you get to tweak if it's not their choice? If it's not their choice, then what are you doing? And could they come back and be like, yo, thank you for bringing me back, but uh, I don't want to be a millionaire anymore. Can you just <laughs> make me a normie? Yeah, yeah. Can you can you get rid of this? Because I know I don't have to be on Krakoa. Can I get the fuck off this rock? <laughs> and it's not enough for any of this shit. Because even Neymar's like, nah, come back to me when you're serious. I'm still going to be in the war. Yeah, he's like, oh, you guys just set up a kingdom. And that's the thing, too. Great. Will they clone Neymar if he happens to die? Same thing with Franklin Richards. I know they got some of his life, his question, hair right? follicles or some shit, some dandruff somewhere. This, this has devolved into an X-Men talk, and you know what? Fine. It's our podcast. They're still teams. We are, we, we still, we'll talk about teams, but we'll, we'll come back to that. <laughs> we'll uh, get back to Real, real quick. Uh, hi, guys. Welcome to uh, Daniel Talk Podcast on the podcast. Kelsey, do you think they'll clone Namor? Yes. All right. Thank you so much for being here. That was Daniel Talk a Podcast <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> it, like... <laughs> Why? But with, with, with X-Force, with Justice League Dark, with uh, Red Hood and the Outlaws, why do the good guys, quote-unquote, need to have a team that will do their dirty work when they're so high and mighty? Because that's, that's the thing, too. Somebody has to clean the bathroom. Sure, but isn't it, shouldn't that be like a rotating task in the house? Because people's morals are different, and people are okay with certain, certain things and not with everything. For example, that's why Wonder Woman and Batman butt heads sometimes. Oh, yeah. Diana's like, I will kill a bitch. Yeah, Diana will there's straight no, up kill There's someone. no Jokers or Arkham no, on no. Themyscira. We, we warriors. Sometimes you got to go in sometimes battle. Sometimes Batman's like, nah, I will beat that nigga till he's almost dead. <laughs> then ask him to give me a whole breakdown of Joker's yeah. plot. Tell me what happened. I know I just dislocated your jaw, your arm, you can't see out of one eye, and your nose is broken. You're never going to sign a check again in your life. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but I'm going to need you to enunciate, sir. For real. <laughs> like, 
Like, I'm sorry I don't speak gargle blood. But yeah, because <laughs> they have the, the lines they won't cross, basically. And sometimes you but, have to cross lines to protect people. But isn't that crossing a line by giving another team that? Yeah, it's that moral gray area that, like, like very it's not, hypocritical. It, it's not you doing it, but technically you set something in motion. It's like Captain America being like, I don't think I want Wolverine on my team because he's a killer. Oh, but who will he send out to go kill people when it's needed done? He got many people... He got, they had Ares. He had, Ares is literally the god of war. Exactly. Like, he had, uh, I because I wasn't reading the Avengers, so I don't know who he personally sent out. But also, you are a soldier. Yes, you were killing Nazis. Nazis are bad people. But at the same time. You're still killing. You're still killing people. That If you could have maybe gave them the chance to reform, quote unquote, maybe they could have came around. I guess that's one of the problems I have with the uh, goody two-shoe teams versus the ones that get shit done. Exactly. Because at the end of the day. They can kill a bunch of aliens. They can kill That's a bunch of too. robots. That AI can be too. destroyed. The second it's something that they're like, ooh, makes me uncomfy. It's just like people in America and animals. Yeah. Because in other countries, they don't we, give a fuck about Fido's oh, and Kitty Cat. We talked about this, yeah. Because we have this connection to them because they're cute and adorable. You tell folks that we have animals in cages uh, being uh, neutered without you know a consent or uh, being separated from their puppies and being killed. They're gonna they're gonna rush those places, but no, it's it, it's it's just brown people, so it's fine. no, yeah, they don't give a fuck about them animals, <laughs> but they're not animals. Just in set, I'm just saying animals in the sense that we're all mammals and we. Oh yeah, we're we're all we're all gods. Any we're all like gods, pets, right? Yeah, fuck well, we are. I'm gonna poop. Oh, on that's that. what we come with. Never mind. Okay, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, but that's the thing too. Like that's when people try to give Scott shit for being more Magneto ish, right? Well, it's because he's. Grown tired and being the goody two shoes, the mutant Captain America only gets you so far when people still hate and fear you, and they don't care if your whole race is being wiped out every other five months. Right, right. They don't give a fuck. So now you got to start coming from a place where I don't give a fuck. It's us first because if it's not us first, it's going to be none of us soon. And and, and that's the thing because Scott did some of the best stuff under the leadership of Magneto. They're more alike than they, you know. They were. Yeah, yeah. They were not. Yeah, it's like. like <laughs> I tried your dream, Charles. I'm trying to do it. But at the same time, we got these purifiers uh-huh. out here. And we just keep letting them purify. They're going to spread that hate. Just like you let the clan exactly. just stay out here spewing right? that shit. They don't teach these very impersonal young people that their views are right. And it's okay to do these things. So we kind of got to yeah. nip them out. You have to. Cause you if, have to. Because if we don't nip out the purifiers or... Friends of Humanity, one day they're going to figure out some shit. They're going to build a new robot or create some gene bomb and, they and they'll always, walk up to the school and blow the show up. They always create a new robot. They always they create, always a, new create robot. a better weapon. Exactly. And they're going to come to the school because they know where we're at and they're going to kill us once again. How many times do we have to wait for them to come here and say, like, you know what? Let's take them out now. Right. And that's that, that's one of those things with uh, Krakoa right now. They're all in one spot. That seems dangerous. Also. It is dangerous. And they're already being attacked time. multiple How times. How many times? Like two, three. It's the new mansion. Like, yo, they get better, but at the same time, yeah, it does put a target on your back. Right. Well, and, and then, so with DC, you were talking about, you know, get them because this is important and at some point you have to put your foot down. You've got Harley and a new character, Clown Hunter, in this new Batman yes. series. And Harley goes to, she's there and she's like, listen, you either put him down, the Joker, or I do. Otherwise, he's going to come back. He's going to have a bigger plan. He's going to have another way to break you and the city that you claim to care about. Either you put him down or I will. And, and he goes, 
oh no, I'm not gonna let you do that. And she goes, then you better put me down right now. For real. That's like the whole thing with the death penalty. Some people like, nah, that's cruel. And some people like, yo, they gotta go. And then it's like, you can say they gotta go, but you're not gonna be on to flip the switch though. Exactly. So some people, like I said, they want it done, but they don't want to do it themselves. And and so that, that that does, I guess that does line up with the Scott Summers thing, where his his righteousness and self righteousness, and his morality, say, okay, well, I need a team to do this. Yeah. So wag the finger, like now you can't wag your finger at Wolverine, like we're X Men, we don't kill. You guys aren't X Men. You're X Four. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then Deadpool being the one to say. I don't kill kids. Exactly. That was one thing oh. too about um, Rick Miranda's Uncanny um, X-Force runs. Yeah, like, yo, man. I do a lot of fucked up shit for money, mm-hmm. but certain shit I don't do. There's a lot. I don't kill fucking kids. It takes a special type of evil motherfucker to, to kill, kill a, child. a child. Just like in the blood of Zeus. It's back then, they mm. threw babies off. Oh, my God. Every goddamn minute, there's another baby flying off a cliff. 300? Uh, yeah, like stabbing them and shit. I can hold my shield. Yeah. Ooh. I'm like, yo, that's kind of, that's not even kind of, that's That's very fucked up. up, yeah. And that depth, that's when Logan had to be like, oh, shit, if Deadpool's the center of morality of this <laughs> hey, killer squad, he's we walking fucking away. up. <laughs> it's like the whole thing, too. Would you go back and kill baby Hitler? <laughs> Or would you raise Hitler into an environment where he doesn't have to be like that? I, I mean, the, the the right answer is to raise him a better way. Exactly. Like if we if we resort to the same kind of barbarianism that these people who are fueled by hate live by, exactly. Then where where do we get off calling ourselves any better? And then somebody then that brings up the avenue because no, nothing was right about a Holocaust, but then somebody was like, well, what if? One of them could have been blah blah blah, but like sure. then you just, you know, just that, and then you just open up yourself to a whole door of possibilities. Like, have you seen Good Omens? And you just tell me about that. Okay, so wait, wait, wait. No, that's not the one I'm thinking about. The angel and the demon stopping no, the no, apocalypse. No, no. no, I. You told me about that. Uh, right? Do you mind if I ruin it? Is it a TV series or it, a book? It's a TV series. How many so, seasons? Uh, it's eight, uh, six to seven episodes. Oh, it's just one season. Yep. Oh, then I could watch. Okay, that. yeah, you watch that. Yeah, I'll write that down. Ah, man, because there's a whole thing about like you're saying taking someone who should be evil, yeah, and showing them a better way. Exactly, because that's the thing too when you start to try to put this whole time travel shit into realistic consequences. We don't right. know. You don't even know how just even fucking with the fabric of time could even play out. Of course not. Because then what stops anybody from going back and killing anybody from doing anything What nefarious? if I did something that pissed off someone who has uh, access to time? It's like reverse minority report. Exactly. You just create all these weird-ass timelines. Eventually, you're going to wipe out everyone except for yourself because you're the only person you like. And then when you sit with yourself and realize you don't like yourself, and that's why you did all this. And then it goes back into that thing, too, depending on how much sci-fi shit you watch. It's like some things are inevitable. Some, right. some time periods can be fixed or... That type of event had to happen in some capacity. So maybe it didn't happen to a particular group of people then, but eventually it will happen to somebody at some point in time. Like you just can't stop right. evil itself and I, those type of things from happening because they only mm-hmm. can stop happening mm-hmm. by them happening the first time. So we learn not to allow those exactly. shit to happen again. You exactly. got to learn from the mistakes of the past. Exactly. The event must take place. That's what I like about Exiles. They get there like either as the fracture is happening or right after. Yes. And it has to happen. It gotta happen. Like, and that's how you heal the world. Exactly. Sometimes it happens, but then you gotta find a way to move forward. And then it's just like the logistics, the science and shit too. Like, yeah, man. Certain innovations came about because of that fucked up situation. Mm-hmm. 
and, on and both sides. We don't want things. the fucked up shit to happen. Yes. But we're also here and we're, you know. And if they didn't work on certain weapons, we wouldn't have technology that's bad from man, that I'm type saying. of shit. So it's like, where do we go from there? And even right. the culture itself literally was affected. Like all these magicians, these songs happened because of that. People went to war that died. What if the people didn't go to war? Then they would came back and right. children would have been born. Who would have known? Who would have known would have came out? out? Like, ugh. All right, so we're coming to the end here. Um, gosh, any honorable mentions before I get to my last question? Nigga, I got a plethora. Hit him. <laughs> Hit him, buddy. All right, so because like Daniel was talking about with the um, Exiles, another team I wanted to mention was the Extreme X-Men, which oh, was actually oh, yes. the second volume of is, is the Extreme that... X-Men. But this group focused on Dazzler. And it was very much like the Exile. She was hopping through dimensions because... Didn't Wolverine... They, wasn't he a gay cowboy? Yes. Uh, it was Desler Sage. His name was Howlett because they yes. met him in an alternate dimension when he was like a Teddy Roosevelt type James character. Howlett. And he And his lover was Hercules. That joint, because Hercules was... Yeah. I guess you would say he was Pan because he was fucking beast too. Not the beast, Hank McCoy, but animals. So he wasn't like bisexual. He was just... Sexual. He's just sexual. Because he's a Greek god, and they oh, Zeus is banging out everything. I'm saying, and, and he and is his father's son. Wolverine and uh, was it, it was it was uh, Hercules. Yeah, how yeah, Hell and Hell and Hercules. One of the best fucking love stories. Hell yeah! And then you also had Literally, Corporal. Hell yeah! Yeah, hell yeah! <laughs> you had Corporal Scott Summers, which was a Black Civil War mm-hmm. uh, version of Cyclops, and him and Dazzler got together. But yeah, basically it was hopping around dimensions trying to kill ten as evil Charles Xavier's <laughs> because they was doing some shit where they were trying to collectively use their consciousness together yeah. to fuel some type of <laughs> evil mind machine. Because, of course, evil Xavier's are going to be evil Xavier's. You know what I mean? I meant to reread this for this episode, but I've always been telling myself to go back and read it because it was one of my favorite runs. Also, then there were the Uncanny Avengers written by Rick Remender, and he did that Uncanny X-Force run me and Daniel just talked about. Yeah, man. But this team was composed of mostly Rogue, Scarlet Witch, Sunfire, Havoc, Wolverine, Captain America, Thor, and Wasp. And it was a direct result of X-Men versus Avengers because at the end of that, Charles died. And one thing Cyclops told the uh, Captain America, like, bro, you could have did better. You always fine for the oh, greater good, yeah, you're but never mutants good. Y'all never showed up to the for us when <laughs> Phoenix ever came. Y'all weren't there for Genosha. Y'all never did when somebody comes to Westchester and fucks up the mansion, even though it's maybe like thirty minute Queen Jet ride from there if, if to there, that, if from that. the Avengers Mansion to the S Mansion. You have speedsters, right? You have exactly. portal makers, right? Y'all never been there to help mutants, really. You can't. You showed up a little bit on Utopia when the whole right, San Francisco's right, in right. that bubble and shit, but not really too much. You're not really involved. Y'all not really involved. Like certain people aren't really involved with Y'all Black kinda, Lives Matter. It, it seems like you're fine if we just die. Yeah, because if you were really concerned about Black Lives Matter and mattering, we kind of have been more for in this position that we are right now. Just like with the mutants, if y'all cared more, then we all still wouldn't be okay with mutant hunting sentinel robots still being yes. manufactured. In this world. If all lives matter, why aren't you angry? Exactly. So they created the Uncanny Avengers, which uh, um, Captain America dubbed the Unity Squad. Because he's like, yeah. yo, I do need to do more. Let's compose a team of mutants, X-Men, and Avengers. And that was a great And team. show the people that we can work together. Because it's all about the greater good. And Rogue was against it from like from oh, most yeah. of it. Until she realized, oh shit, yeah. Yeah, you know what? We can't get, we can't, we can't get better if we don't work together. If we don't, and if we don't decide to... Let go of our prejudices exactly. to be one group. We're heroes. That's what I liked. My one of my honorable mentions, of, of course, is the champions because they Ooh. saw they saw adult so many heroes. And you're talking about the more recent. Uh huh. I'm talking about Kamala heroes. Khan. 
Uh, Miles Morales, Sam Alexander. It's Sam, my fault. My yeah, yeah, me too. I'm like, Alex. I, I knew there was an Alex somewhere uh, in that hoe. Nova, Sam Alexander. Ironheart. Ironheart. Young Cyclops. Time displaced Cyclops. That was great. And then you've got Hulk, uh, because he uh, was Amadeus Cho. Yeah. And he's trying to control that. But they had just seen, I want to say it was Civil War Two, And they're yeah, like, why do you shit. guys always fight each other? Was it Viv on there too? Yeah. Vision's daughter? Yeah. yeah. And they're like, aren't we supposed to be heroes? Aren't we supposed to help people instead of destroying cities and fighting amongst ourselves and being awful fucking people. Like, the champion should low-key be, like, Marvel's Teen Titans, or at least... Right. I was about to say the Young Avengers, but they have a Young Avengers squad. Not anymore. Especially Future Avengers, but... Young Marvel- Avengers been disbanded. Avengers yeah. Academy's been disbanded. But Marvel really never knew how to handle their legacy uh-huh. acts. Like, that's one thing I do wish Marvel was more DC-like, because DC know oh. how to handle their legacy characters. And they do it well. Super well, like... Of course, it all makes sense. Marvel be like, oh, here's a random one. Here's a random one. Who mentors them? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> He's running around doing shit. Uh, any, any, any other uh, mentions before I get to my last question? Oh, and Black Panther and the crew. Oh, that was um, great. Originally, um, the crew was created by Christopher Priest. He used to write Black Panther. Christopher Priest is, is actually a really cool person. But then when Tanahasi Ta-Na- Coates came on and started working Black Panther, he re-brought the crew. And crew basically is a group of black superheroes far as Black Panther Squad, it consisted of Storm, Luke Cage, Misty Knight, uh-huh. and Manifold. And it was... Manifold's great. And they brought it in because T'Challa found out, like, somebody was using Wakanda means to funnel some, like, racist movement yeah, in right. Harlem and shit. And so he had to go undercover undercover and try to figure out what's going on. <laughs> and it also connected to Storm's father yep. and Storm's father working with some black heroes in Harlem back then. But I always love when people mention, like, yo, T'Challa, your American accent is... Fucking scary. Yeah, like it's too good. She said it in there. I think Carol Danvers said it to him in like Civil War Two. But you gotta imagine Black Panther knows how to do this stuff. Exactly, and even Civil War One. Like I think he was talking to um, Steve. Uh They always talk to him in a coffee shop, and he's like, "Yo, yo, yo, that's just crazy." Like if I didn't know it was you, even even uh, what was it? Fear itself when he was Daredevil. Yeah, for reals. The dude knows what he's doing. Exactly, and it's one thing too, like. Oh, yeah, you are espionage. You are a spy. You have infiltrated every aspect of the world culture because you're Wakanda, so you got to be able to fit in everywhere. So, of course, you can speak multiple languages right. perfectly. Yeah, you, you're the you, fucking you black dialect, like the, the, the inflection. You know how to do and this. And you can't do it. You create a device. I'm like, surety, I need the device <laughs> to sound like an American. And he goes, hi, cheeseburger, burrito, cheeseburger, cheeseburger. Gee, Willikers. Ah, oh, gosh, Mom. I guess I'm going to head on out and mow the lawn. Where's the closest malt shop? Hey, guys, what about them coloreds? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Can I mix them with my whites? Go use hot water or cold water. From where I'm from, we don't have these washing machines. Where are you from? Virginia. <laughs> uh, so we are here at the end. Uh, last question for you. Uh, obviously, where can the people find you? Anything you want to plug? And what's your best B-list supergroup? Hmm. You can find me Instagram, Snapchat, Kills for Show, um, Facebook, Kelsey DeAndre Greer. You can find us on YouTube yep. at the Escaping Network. That's yeah, right. baby, yeah, baby. If you haven't subscribed now, make oh, sure as soon as it. you hear this, go to your YouTube profile, profile, like and subscribe. Make sure you hit that bell for all those notifications because we're starting to put up all our back um, catalog. <laughs> we gonna get there, baby. Um, but um, my favorite B-list superhero squad, yeah. uh, that might be Slingers. 
Another just okay. I'm just gonna go back and this random ass obscure group, but it's basically I said it before on this podcast. It was a group of characters that took Spider Man's <laughs> alter egos that he was um, using during identity identity crisis. I want to say, all right, identity. It, it was something doing because he had to figure out how to be Spider Man because now Spider Man was public yeah. enemy number one. Yeah, so he's trying out these different aliases and costumes. One being Prodigy. One being Ricochet, one being Dusk, and the other being Hornet. Hornet was some Iron Man tech suit. Dusk was like this yeah. weird shadowy cloak figure. Ricochet was like this weird. Dusk is an X Men, right? No, it's uh, Ricochet. He was actually a Latino mutant. Okay. And his was like some luchador type shit. Then you had Protege that was based on like some wrestling that's shit. That's right. That's and right. And they basically went around as a squad trying to solve the day. They didn't last too long, but like I said, I was buying that once I started buying oh comics. Right there with another obscure group. That would be A-Nets from the M2 universe. A-Nets <laughs> stands for the Next Avengers. So I just got to give them a shout-out. You know out what? Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Um, as for me, you can find me on Facebook, Daniel Rojas. Instagram, don't worry about it. I'm also right behind you. Don't turn around. Don't you fucking turn around. Um, I guess my, my obscure group, if I had to pick one, uh, Westlake Avengers. They're 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 uh, slept on for pretty hard, like <laughs> they they've got Doorman, they've got Flatman, they've got Big Bertha, they were the joke team, but they also got some shit done that the bigger heroes couldn't do. Like what? What do you mean, like what? I'm literally asking. I don't know what them niggas do. Are <laughs> dead? You remember how we talked about how like oh this is a neighborhood that I don't necessarily go to, or like oh this is a place where like. The soups aren't going to patrol because it's not in their jurisdiction. Oh, okay. oh, West Lake Avengers project. No, West Lake uh, Great Lake Avengers. They were they were the heroes for the people, and yeah, they were jokes, but they still saved the day. Were they're like um, what's it called? Um, was it the Miracle Man? Uh, what's that do? No, with um Ben Stiller. Oh, uh, mystery it, man! Mystery man, yeah, like the mystery man, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah mystery absolutely man. the mystery the shoveler. man. That's it, man. Yeah, and that's that's team we're gonna talk about more. Kale Mitchell was like, "Yo, uh-huh. I'm gonna turn invisible if y'all ain't watching." <laughs> Useless power, but hey, if nobody's watching, yeah, I'm you're saying you're good. Original <laughs> translucent. <laughs> All right, uh, that's about it for part one of our squad goals series. Uh, join us next week. We are gonna get into some more stuff, and uh, you know we love doing this, so. Thanks for listening. Uh, we are going to leave you today with OK by Menagerie. We've played their songs for the last couple of weeks. We're going to play another one for you today. Be good to each other. The world's a weird, wiggity place right now. And being kind, being understanding, and trying to understand where someone comes from costs you nothing. Make sure that you're good to each other. And we'll see you next time. Remember, there can only be one chum bucket. Yeah, and you might not have a Talos, but you ever need to exile yourself from this current reality, remember, you always can break free, press play, and become an escapee. Stay on candy, y'all.